what's a colder uh, standard of coldness, if that makes sense? Brick or biting? Brick. Brick? brick? Yeah. Nah, brick is definitely brick. But biting? You haven't been outside of, yo, this shit biting. Like, nah, biting. Never heard that? Biting is like, I feel like biting is like Midwest cold, like when that wind is crazy. Like Cincinnati was kind of like that. And people from Chicago, but bro, you don't know nothing. Like Chicago in the winter is is different, different, different. That's when that should be biting. But brick, I mean, I know brick. Everybody know brick. I don't know. I don't like it. Actually, I do kind of like it. Gotcha, bitch. <laughs> My birthday's in the winter, January 9th, so... I grew up like a winter dude, but I'm kind of more fall now. I like it. I like it decent. I don't need it brick. I used to like it brick. Pause. Pause. <laughs> Yo. What do you mean by that? <laughs> son, I got to pause myself, son. <laughs> Yo. I like it cold outside. I'd like to welcome you all back to the Play the Cup podcast with me, Brandon Bell, your host. And if you uh, if you watched the first episode, I appreciate it. That was the first of many. It was definitely a long one. I'm a beam up guy, EJ, though. We just kept going. And I was editing, editing, editing it. I need to edit that. And I'm like, damn, we were going for a minute. Like, <laughs> so I promise this episode, there's no guests. It is just I. So we're just going to kick back in the cut. You know, got a few topics to go over. And, you know, just, just kick it. Just kick it. Just chill. That's what we do. So, but I'm excited. You know, going solo dolo, which is a little tough. You know, I like I like the idea of uh, interviewing guests, having guests on the podcast. So I take the attention off of myself. But uh, so this is good practice, good practice to just focus on me and what I'm about and what I want this podcast to be about. Once again, this is the um, Play the Cup podcast where we kick back, chill, kind of. I like it to be about entertainment. You know, for the life of me, I was trying not to make it a sports podcast, but obviously sports is a part of life. Um definitely my life but it's my chance to kind of venture out put my foot forward and elsewhere other corners of uh entertainment so with that being said i kind of want to get into the music off bat once again and i just want to play play a young lady who i'm not sure how i came across her might have been tiktok as well i don't know but i only have about like six of her songs that i see on uh, apple music and i love every single one of them Shoot, one of them is my uh, alarm clock. It's nice, like, rhythmic. I like to wake up to music, you know what I'm saying? Wake up in a good mood. Her name, this young lady's name is Ella Eladis. Hope I'm saying that correctly. And, man, you only have one, two, three, four, five. I only have five of her songs on Apple Music, but dating back, she seems pretty new. Dating back to 2020 is her first single, Running, which is my alarm clock. I'm not going to play that one. I'm going to play this song called Everything. 
came out in 2022, which seems like forever ago. But I hope to hear more from this young lady, and we're going we're gonna to let this rock. Shoot, I may play the other one, too. Who knows? Oh wait! I ain't do my I ain't do my 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 gunshots. To welcome back to the Play the Cup podcast. <laughs> I forgot. I forgot. I gotta get used to him. I gotta get used to him. And this once again, this is uh, everything by LA. LA latest. You know what I mean? be her first single is uh running came out 2020 once again this is my alarm clock every morning Oh, oh. 
ain't snoozy yet. Starting line is wet and sad. Finish line, you won't find that. Too much trouble that you don't or you. You leave a close search for more. song and i love every piece of music that i've heard from her shoot man if you hear this you got to come through the cut would love to uh sit down with you you know what i'm saying learn more about you and your art because i think i think you want it might be one of them ones um i'm no i'm no music uh exec but i like what i'm hearing so far and kind of getting into that i want to get into this you know 2023 spotify wrapped you know, everybody's posting their Spotify rap or their replay 23. I'm a replay guy. You know, I never actually had Spotify. When I first started listening to uh, the Joe Budden podcast, I would use my brother and my girl's Spotify, not going to lie, because I already had Apple Music. I'm like, what do I need to get Spotify for just for one podcast? But So I don't have Spotify, Apple Music guy. and But I will say, I will dive into this first, is Spotify does it right. Like, comparing the two, I mean, honestly, Spotify's joint was tough. You know, Apple, I think, can definitely do a little bit more. To, you got to step it up a little bit. Step your cookies up, son. But, yes, let's get into this Spotify wrapped, uh, year wrapped. Good fellow Kev lent his phone, avid Spotify user. So, do not judge me for anything that may pop up on here. We're not going to disclose everything, but... Um, He's very much into his music. Let's get into it. Starting off, man, they got about, what, 15, 16 slides already still in app. You know, didn't take us out of the app. Uh, that's that's a plus already. It looks like, you know, fun little graphics. What we got here? We got a little uh, Conway going off for Kev. Okay, that's up my alley. I feel it. You know what I'm saying? Uh, hello, it's rap time ready. Let's do this. And I'll give you a list of the 41 different genres you listen to. Okay, Kev. How'd your taste stack up? With the loaves of bread. I get it. Stack. Mm, it's tough. <laughs> but like already, they're already doing a lot more. Kev. Majority rap. Alternative R&B. That's why you my guy. Indie R&B and then regular R&B. I feel it. I feel it. What we got next? Where did it take you to? This, this feature is pretty cool. I like the way they do this. Tempe, USA. People there are far more likely to be fans of J. Cole, Mac Miller, and Emotional Oranges. Okay. Shout out to Rory. Fuck with Emotional Oranges as well. I haven't listened to as much Mac Miller as I have in the past, but J. Cole has been in heavy rotation, as we discussed before as well. 
What else we got? 3,494 songs in 2023. Top song was Snooze by SZA. I respect it. I respect it. It's been a year. <laughs> Top song is SZA. Nobody, nobody. I'm not sure that's my favorite song on the album. My favorite song... My favorite song may be Kill Bill, I think. There's, not, there's so many. Uh, what else could it be? Let me hold up real quick. Oh, no, no, no. You're right, you're right, you're right. Oh, no, that's the one. That's the one. You're right. You're right. Gone Girl is my one. Ooh. Man, SZA really, was that, two studio albums? No misses. No misses. All right, let's not get distracted. The amount of songs you played, but you had room for more than one favorite. You romantic you. <laughs> no, I feel it. I feel it. As I said, the ladies, man, they're killing it. Uh, I, I never got that conversation of R&B is dead. I feel like it may, the sound may change, but it's never dead. There's been too many good artists over the last years putting out Great projects, singles, pieces of art for R&B to be dead. That's That was always captain me. Let's see, your top song, Snoozer. Look up, Snoozer. Scissor, coming off with Snooze number one, Don't Go, on the Rory uh, album. What's it called? Don't Mind? I thought it'd be different. Ooh, I thought it'd be different. Hold up, we might have to venture in this a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> nah, this this was a great a great project. I don't remember what's your agenda. I won't surrender. It's a great intro song. I don't remember what's your agenda. I won't surrender. Shorty won't waste no time and she won't wait no lines. And I really can't complain. Let me just stay my lane. on this joint. Yeah, this is the part. I like to switch up. Distracted. Distracted. Ooh. <laughs> Hold up. All right, Linux. Fire. 
Let's stay on track. Let's stay on track. Nah, that, that album is fire. I don't blame that. Don't Go was your number two song from that album. Then you got On the Street from J. Cole, Summer Walker, also J. Cole, and Refill. Refill was tough on that album, too. What else we got? Give Your Minutes. That equated to 35 days nonstop. Wow. It's kind of crazy, like you said, uh, off camera, you said how, how long a year is. All the music that that is, 50,000, damn near 51,000 minutes. It's only 35 days out of the year. It's like, dang, I feel like I listen to music way more than 35 days, but that's just insane. Oh, actually, I'm very curious to anyone in the music industry what their numbers look like. You know what I'm saying? Like, actually listen to music all day. 1,100 artists. No guess who was number one. SZA. <laughs> Point. 5%. You're in the 0.5%. I've seen a lot of top 1%. I don't think I've seen nobody post in the 0.5%. Hey, SZA, Kev got your back. No doubt. Couldn't get enough of snooze once again. Oh, so it gives you the peak month. The peak month. What was going on in January? Top of the year. <laughs> okay, I can dig it. SZA was peaked in January. I mean, that album had just, just came out, so that makes actually makes sense. That's probably when I had it, too. Spotify might get a a new recruit. I don't know. July was um, the Roy album. Damn, I can't believe we forgot the name that quick. I thought it'd be different. Keanu Lede, another good one, August. Emotional Oranges, August. That's cool though. The whole month month thing is is cool. Top artists. Ooh, this shit was tough too. This reason joint. And they give you a podcast breakdown. Eleven thousand minutes. Your top podcast gives you your top podcast. Top three. I mean, Apple could definitely should definitely do that. I mean, that's should have been one of the first few steps. Gives you the percentage of minutes and the top percent of fan you are to the podcast. Oh, they took it to night mode. The way you listen this year makes you a hero. Maybe we should say anti-hero. Ooh. What does that mean? Your concentration is absolute, friend. You like to play albums all the way through from the opening track to the final one. Wow, the hipness. That's dope that they do that. And once again, another... Reason why we're in the same room right now. Because I hate... Actually, no. I will say, when I first listened to an album, got to listen to it straight through. Otherwise, after that, it's on shuffle. It's on shuffle, for sure. But, you know, you got to listen to it straight through. And that's just super dope that they give you those analytics. Damn. And they even give you a personal video from your top artist. Since I ain't pop up on my phone. I ain't going to lie. But that that is tough. That is tough. Apple... Uh, once again, they can um, definitely improve in that regard. I mean, I'm not saying this will make me switch to Spotify, but I wouldn't mind to have, you know, the same same type time over on Apple Replay. No, nah, man, everyone's been posting theirs and, you know, catching slack for it. So it's only right that I break mine down here a little bit. Go to my replay. I won't do every single thing, but I'll, I'll do my top, my top artists. You know, 700 total artists, it did calculate for myself and Drake. 
was number one, 1,800 minutes, followed by Don Tolliver, Don T, a little sprinkle of Don Tolliver on everything, never hurt nobody. And behind him is his his Yoda, you know, if you will, Travis Scott right behind him, then Larry. You know, I just got on to Larry June this year, I would say. Not got on to him, but started listening to him heavy. Uh, His last few tapes, shout out B-Square, my boy. He's been on him for a minute, put me on. And then after him is the Rain music. Gotta have rain music. Then Alchemist, SZA, Fire, <clears throat> Brent Fires, which I think he was way higher last year off the Wasteland tape, but I still spun that. 21 Savage, Kanye, Tory Lanez, Duran Jones, <laughs> and the Indictations. Duran Jones and Indictations, another uh, band I found off uh, TikTok. Just like old kind of soul, I I don't know exactly what they're under, but a lot of live music. That shit is dope. I need to go to like a a show and just vibe out to their music. Top total songs, a lot of Don Tolliver. Uh, shoot, that tape, yeah, that was in my top three albums. Utopia was one. The Great Escape, Larry June, Alchemist, was playing that heavy and Lovesick. The regular and the deluxe are number three and five on my top albums with SOS in between at four. So, SZA definitely gets uh, gets her respect. Shoot. Coming at six is Wasteland again. Tor- Brent Fires, I mean, and Alone at Prime by Tory Lanez is seven. Kid Cudi, Intergalactic, number eight. Large and Life, Fires came back at 13. Then my guy, Nevi, from episode one. At 14, at Genesis EP, telling you, fire. Uh, Deluxe has came out since. Nevi, got to holla at me, dog. Fuck with you, Heavy. And then I thought it would be different, Roy, at 15. So, you played 4,706 songs. Uh, Rain Shower Therapy, 45 plays. What's next? The weapons we got us some 226 albums. This one stayed in rotation. Which is crazy. Oh, let me pause this. I think that's crazy because I'm an avid Travis Scott fan. I'll never not admit that. At 307 plays, it said, which I don't deny, but that album came out when? In August, I believe, after a little delay. And I remember banging it, like, blasting it throughout the month of August. But I kind of fell off in September. And that was only about four months ago, so I don't know how that made it over a lot of other tapes, but that's what it says. I'll take it. Like I said, I am a Travis Scott fan. Everybody know that. That's that Travis Scott, you know, from way back. Uh, and also I saw it was a young lady, a young uh, white lady on Twitter going off because Lil Dirk was in her top artist and she swore she never listened to him going off. And obviously people were taking that a certain way. But I will say I th- they might be fudging these numbers. I don't know. Because I won't categorize myself as one of those people that's like, I hate a Drake hater. But I did not think he was my number one artist. I ain't gonna lie. He was my number one artist on my replay 2023. I mean, he did drop a lot this year. So, you know, and it's always good music. You really cannot hate on Drake. Whether you think the album, whatever album wasn't for you or this, it's never bad music. And that's period. Anyone says, you know, Drake is trash, it's Cap. You just don't like what he's putting out at the moment because 
He obviously switches it up, which I always appreciate with artists. That's for sure. This podcast is for people that appreciate when artists try new things. You know, that's part of the demographic I want to reach. Those people, that's the wavelength that I'm on. And so I appreciate that. You know, not every Drake tape is for me, I will admit. But obviously this year, they, they all were. Um, even if I might have said otherwise, I ain't going to lie. <laughs> but I need more music. You make music out there. You tapping in, please. You may find yourself sitting right next to me, you know, joining the pod. But otherwise, I still like to hear it, you know, hear your story, hear your art. So send the music through, please. And that'll wrap up this segment of the musical yearly reviews. That's my little two cent on my Apple replay. Once again, diving into this music bag. Need to kind of digest even more music. It's kind of hard, though, because I like what I like, but I'm also trying to always have a, a ear open to the new stuff. So there's only so much time in a day to listen to music, so it's kind of tough. Everyone likes to show off their, their music tastes, and, you know, people, people laugh at it, but I appreciate it because I think music keeps a lot of us going. Definitely keeps a lot of us going. And for myself, I don't know, I think I said this last pod, like every day, every day, some form or fashion, whether it's rain, sleep music. I'm also into the ASMR, like white noise for sleep. It's, it's very helpful. Also, I learned there's like a lot of different frequencies and they just name them different colors for white noise. Like they got pink noise, blue, red, white. But then if you really get into it, they got a sage noise. That one put me down quick like that. Sage rain noise. That's my top one. But yeah, I didn't think I'd ever get into ASMR, but here I am. Here I am. Shout out to my boy, EJ. Oh, which reminds me. Never did my warm-up. Gotta do my vocalist warm-ups. What was it? Chewing gum. Mouth closed and open, but no real gum. <laughs> Fuck it. I'm hot. Um, but yeah, shout out to EJ. Let's get back to this music. Yeah, so Drake is my number one artist, and he is definitely in my top five. And we wanted to ask the question, you know, is Drake in your top five? Because a lot of people, you hear the, the amount of love Drake gets, but you kind of hear the amount of hate he gets as well. So, but you, everyone knows for a fact that you, you listen to him in some form or fashion. Uh, and he, like I said, he definitely landed in my number one. And I'm not a I don't know how to explain it because you really can't say anything to the boy about the boy without sounding like a hater but I am one of those people that look forward to the, the rapping Drake that last uh, deluxe version of the, the last joint that's that was for me that was for my demographic of Drake fans um, a lot of people weren't impressed but a lot of people want the whole tape just like that just you know behind some real boom bap definitely not opposed to that and obviously he's talented enough to spit on any level. And that's that's what fans like my some of the fans like myself are um, you know, kinda wanting and expecting. But I don't know if we're ever gonna get it because why would he, really? That music doesn't appeal to the masses, you know. I'm sure it'll still sell because it's Drake, but we ain't never gonna get it like that. It's like asking for another Rihanna album. We ain't never gonna get another Rihanna album. I don't think so. And I ain't getting my hopes up. Shit. 
But moving on to a little bit more music, the Grammys are coming up. You know, nominees are out there, and there's a lot of there's a lot of good ones, a lot of kind of questionable questionable ones. But and I know a lot of people don't like to get too caught up in the Grammys, but it's hard not to when it's the it's the kind of the award of all awards. And I know a lot of top artists kind of come out and say you don't need that validation, things of that nature. And I definitely subscribe to that, you know, especially when you're making art. But I think. There's nothing wrong with, you know, wanting to win an award. And that's why I'm kind of mainly interested, obviously, in the hip-hop R&B ones, but some of the new categories that they, for the first time this year, you know, put in there. And, yes, the three new categories this year will debut in 2024 are Best African Music Performance, Best Alternative Jazz Album, and Best Pop Dance Record, which is pretty cool. Pretty cool. Obviously, we don't know how exactly they will grade some of these, which, as we've seen, I don't know, a lot of people don't seem to be too overly thrilled with some of the kind of hip-hop and R&B category and awards that they do and who they nominate and who they leave off. There's been a lot of drama with that already this year with the VMAs and SZA and Victoria Monet, who's, you know, well, sticking to SZA, Obviously, she's gone, went crazy this year, and if she wins every award, I would not be surprised, and I think deservingly so. But everything that she's up against, Coco Jones and ICU and the whole tape, the deluxe, I got to go with Coco. I love her music, too, but mainly because my boy DJ Camper, uh, shout out to him. Got to get you on here, too, bruv. You done... uh, you don't put the battery in my back. Kind of influenced me and just inspired me, bro. You're doing your thing. But, yes, he's a producer nominated with Coco Jones on ICU and a few other things, obviously. And so I'm looking for him to win, get get his dub. You know what I'm saying? Definitely deservingly so. But with that being said, you know, the whole reason I think I even enjoy the R&B women, women's music so much, I think it, it kind of kicked off with SZA. Not in terms of my life, obviously, but I grew up, obviously, with my mom, listening to all the goats, and that was, that was the, like, platform, the infrastructure of it. But the first time I remember really kind of getting into it and learning every single word to every single song had to be Scissor with Control. What was that, 2017? Uh, I don't know, I guess that point in my life, I don't know. I just slowed it down a little bit. That wasn't the heavy hip-hop rap every single moment of the day. And she ain't missed. And she ain't missed since, to be honest, because this year, SOS is going bonkers. I mean, she could win every award that she's up for. And I would not be mad. I wasn't bad an eye. Shoot. I was like, it's crazy. I like the TikToks and dudes, uh, dude put up the one TikTok. We got to find it. I'm going to put it on here. Like how to look masculine while the scissors are going off in the, in the spot. And that's exactly how I feel, because you can't help but sing that shit. Like, <laughs> that is, um, like I said, she ain't missed. But Victoria Monet, was it, the Jaguar 2? I mean, she's going crazy. She's going crazy. She des- uh, deserves everything as well. It'll be interesting. It'll be interesting, um, especially, like I said, with those two, with the VMA kind of drama. I don't get it, and that's why people don't get too hyped up on any of these wars, because the people, like, running them, I guess, you know, it's it's a tough call. It's a tough call. 
And I get why artists kind of feel conflicted because they want to win and they feel like their work should be admired and obviously reach the masses. And, I mean, I'm sure that affects their their pockets as well. You know what I'm saying? Getting a a Grammy under your belt. You're no longer Grammy-nominated. Grammy winner blank. You know what I'm saying? So that's pretty dope. That's pretty dope. And this in our world, you know, film industry, you know, the uh, especially with sports, the Emmys kind of the same way, you know. People want to win them joints. They feel like their stuff is the best. So I get it. Uh, I got to get me an Emmy one day. I was close with films like two years ago, I think. Ain't make it, though. <laughs> I wasn't too caught up about it. I feel like, I mean, I definitely helped out. But, you know, when you're not like kind of feel like there's more, you're adding more value to the team, you may feel like you, may feel like you don't really, I won't say deserve it, but if uh, me not winning it didn't affect me not one bit. I'll say that. But I do want one. You know, it's coming. It'll come. It's going to come. Shout out to my boy, uh, Quezzy. Shout out my guy, Quezzy. Uh, and Sensi. Uh, Darquez Denard. Shoot, All-American, first rounder. That's my guy. We're going to tap in too, bro. We're going to tap in for sure. Used to always say that, though. It's going to come, you know, on the football, on the football tip. Just, you know, making plays out there. Got to be patient. Let the ball come to you. And just kind of having faith in that regard. So, it's going to come. And that's kind of honestly a perfect transition back into sports. As I said at the top of the show, you know, creating this, I want I wanted to get away from sports. You know, sports is, has been my life for, well, has always been my life since the age of, I think, five was the first time. Maybe four. Uh, four or five laced up cleats. And, you know, it's been a part of me my whole life. And, I'm appreciative of it, but, you know, getting, you know, finishing up your football career shakes things up. You're just like, bro, I don't want to look at that. It's like breaking up with a girl. Like, the homie's talking about her. Like, bro, stop bringing her up. Like, it's kind of what I was going through. Uh, But at the same time, it also kept progressing me forward, you know, just in different aspects of sports. So on the other side, the film side now, it's pretty cool. And I definitely want to hit on that. I mean, I'm a football guy currently working in basketball but you know this time of year and the holidays it's cold you know football is getting like real you know who's really gonna you know kind of break through and become like that that standout team I mean I can't help but I can't escape football and sports at all you know I'm, I'm a hoop head now I'm watching basketball every night so kind of conflicted uh, on certain nights certain days my brother called me one Monday or Thursday I think it was when who was playing it was I think Denver and Minnesota. They played recently, right? See, I don't even know. I'm pretty sure it was like a Monday. It was like a primetime game. And I'm, it was kind of whack. But he's like, oh, you ain't watching the game? I'm like, nah, bro, I'm sorry. I'm watching Lakers right now or something. I don't know. He's like, bro, love the game again. Love the game. Like, I love it, but it's cool over there for right now. We'll see. We'll see. But that being said, kind of these primetime games, I know have been kind of lackluster, except for at least a Dallas Seahawks game. And we'll we'll see when this comes out. Hopefully, there's more. But I think that's big time. I I definitely I watch the the broadcast different now. I work kind of in that field, and Amazon really stepped their cookies up with their slots. The games haven't matched, but their production, what they're doing on set, and the features, and the little graphics, and you know the wipes and everything like that. I think they definitely stepped their cookies up, so that's kudos to them. And I'm I love the Thursday night games. You know it's a good in between. I like when college football comes back to Wednesday Thursdays. 
Because honestly, you can't get enough football. I know I said I was tired of it, but when I'm working and I got 15 screens up of basketball because it's 12 games on it one night, one of those little tiny screens is, is a football game when it's on, it, for sure. So the primetime games was cool. The Black Friday, first time Black Friday game, that was dope. The time was a little weird, but once again, football's on. It's like, I'm going to put it on. Three o'clock definitely kind of caught you off guard, but I wasn't mad at it. And who played that game? Oh, yeah. Once again, not the not the most offensive firepower, at least both ways that game, but uh, football's on. I'm going to watch it. I'm definitely going to watch it. Most of the time, at least. <laughs> Shoot, and we were talking, um, we were talking at work just about how, who was it? Are they talking about the Chiefs? Chiefs obviously got a lot of hoopla going on with the receivers, and this year, can they do it? Can my homes do it? Is this going to be like the Achilles heel, the team? And a coworker of mine brought up, like, man, they should have just signed Julio Jones. Da 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 da. I'm like, uh, I mean, maybe that could have helped, but I don't know if he's taking him over the top at this day in his age and his career. And that kind of brought me to the point of <laughs> AB could really still be hooping, balling right now because he never really physically declined. Like Julio, we all see, go Hall of Famer, but he's not the Julio that was rocking the sticks in Atlanta at one point, you know, going on top of dudes' heads, you know, and it was liable to score at any moment anywhere on the field. Uh, Julio was definitely, it was Julio, at the conversation was Julio, A.B., and I would always throw in A.J. Green. And when I got a chance to play with him finally, I saw that firsthand. He deserved to be in in that conversation. If the team was a little different at the time, who knows? And just to throw this out there, that's why I'm big on, like, wasting, not wasting talent, but... Man, when you've been around, like like I said, A.J. Green, and he's not necessarily competing at the same level as other guys, when you know he's that same, if not better, elite talent, that's how I feel about my boy Saquon. And I, I said on Twitter, I know he said what he said. He wants to stay. But I was kind of like, bro, I don't know. Like, I would hate to see one friend of mine, don't know his personal life, but just football-wise, competing. Like McCaffrey. That trade uh, that happened with McCaffrey, I'm sure the best thing that could have happened to him and the team, you know what I'm saying? Now he's competing for every year, competing in the conversation for a Super Bowl title. And he's still one of the, considered one of the best. So in a position that, you know, I know it's hard to get your true value, which is a whole different day. I want to, matter of fact, say McCaffrey – you know what I'm saying? I'd love to kind of tap in with y'all, come through to the cup. We can we can talk on a bevy of topics, but definitely want to pick your brain about how guys really feel about being a running back in today's in today's world, especially two, if not the only, the best two. Um, so that's how I see it. But back to A.B. He never physically declined. Mentally, he kind of, you know, fell off or whatever you want to call it. And lost his uh, his opportunities on the field, but man, I was thinking like the Chiefs could probably him with Mahomes would go crazy, son. Like it might be better than him and Tyreek. You know what I'm saying? Some obviously it's, it's a scenario we'll never see, but 
Because I think, honestly, right now, he could still go out there and, and go off. And I, I kind of never was an A.B. When it was back in that conversation, A.B., Julio, whoever, I always leaned kind of Julio. But, man, looking back, because highlights is always out there, A.B., he, you couldn't stop him. You couldn't stop him. Even though he was smaller in stature, shoot, just as tough, over the middle, strong, fast, quick, elite hands, stop on a dime, will go on your head still. Oh, man, shoot. Him and uh, him and Big Ben, it would have looked even – I think it would have looked even crazier, him and Mahomes. That would have been that would have been something to see. And maybe it still happened. I don't know. Somebody might give him a chance. I don't know if he wants it. <laughs> But that was that was just a conversation we had at work. And it just goes to show that football is king and always will be king. A lot, I've seen a lot of hoopla about like, oh, I can't stand college football, I only watch NFL. I don't see how you really can't watch either either the, the two, to be honest. I mean, I can't knock one and not watch the other. College football is different. It's its own thing. It's nutty insane you know the um the kind of drama and what goes on in these rankings i think it's all part of it, it makes it a good product you know it, it people hate it obviously because fans are crazy i kind of be- try not to become one of those crazy penn state fans but i get a little worked up sometimes you know what i'm saying i want us to be the best shout out to ty and ty sent i don't know if y'all open those uh, articles Ty sent the New York Times joint. <laughs> and it's a paywall. <laughs> but in my head, I'm like, Ty, you be reading the New York Times like that? <laughs> Which is not real wrong with that. But in my head, I'm like, I'm not subscribing to this to read this. <laughs> Y'all got it. Dang beer. Oh, damn, I'm at 40 minutes already, son? But yes, college football has come to an end. High school ball is coming to an end. Bowl games coming soon. New Year's Eve bowl games coming on. And the college football playoffs, which will be, as it always is, a thrill to watch this season. Um, And it's kind of it's kind of a dull time of the year. I mean, it gets dark. It's late November. College football is, is done for a little bit. It's all about hoops right now, which is the end season tournament, which I it's a pretty dope idea. I mean, it's perfect timing, you know, and, and the, the players are, are more competitive. Whether they realize it or not, you know, the games have been intense. Shoot. Play, teams where the star players down, you know, they're still hooping. The game's still coming to, you know, a tight clutch moment at the end, a lot of these games at least. And I think that's dope. I mean, this time of year always kind of needs a little more pick-me-up. Uh, as I said, it's it dark super early. It's cold. It's rainy you know especially up northeast which i appreciate you know i always say i mean i'm jersey to the day i die um so i think having kind of all the seasons you know builds character you know going outside getting punched in the face you just stepped out the door from the brick i mean what's 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 a colder uh standard of coldness if that makes sense brick or biting brick brick, brick? <laughs> nah, that for no, yo, Mark posts that shit every year. Clement, that shit. Nah, brick is definitely brick. 
But biting? You haven't been outside. Yo, this shit biting. Like, nah, biting. Never heard that? Biting is like, I feel like biting is like Midwest cold. Like when that wind is crazy. Like Cincinnati was kind of like that. And people from Chicago, but bro, you don't know nothing. Like Chicago in the winter is is different, different, different. That's when that should be biting. But brick, I mean, I know brick. Everybody know brick. I don't know. I don't like it. Actually, I do kind of like it. My birthday's in the winter, January 9th. So I grew up like a winter dude, but I'm kind of more fall now. I like it. I like it decent. I don't need it brick. I used to like it brick. Pause. <laughs> Yo. What do you mean by that? <laughs> son, I got pause myself, son. Pause. <laughs> Yo, flag on me. I like it cold outside. Uh, but yeah, it's holiday season, and you know I'm kind. I'm coming to the point in my life, and I'm fully admitting and okay with that I am like kind of a Grinch. Scrooge, if you may. You know, I don't know where I get it from. Maybe my dad. But I don't know what it is. Like, not that I hate it, but it doesn't It doesn't do much for me. It doesn't pick me up. I like looking at the lights. I'll drive around at the nice homes, the big houses, look at how they do the lights and question their electric bill and things of that nature. But I don't know what it is, to be honest. Like, my girl always say it, and then I finally hit me like, damn, I am. And I, <laughs> I don't really, I don't really, people are like, oh, when you have kids, you know, it changed. And I hope it does. And I'm not saying I won't provide that, but I may have to turn into like a hotep or something. And like, you know, the real, the real story of the Bible has nothing to do with December 25th. And I know all that for a fact, but I can't, I don't really use that in my argument. Sometimes I'd like to, but. That doesn't really bother me either. I don't know what it is, though, but not a big holiday guy. My actually favorite Christmas movie is The Grinch, the original, Jim Carrey. I can actually watch that. Like, Elf, I cannot stand Elf. I hated Elf. Watched it once as a kid. That's all I needed. And then every single year in school, every single holiday season, it's Elf, Elf, Elf. <sighs> I don't know what it is about it, but. I like Will Ferrell, too. All his other movies, his stupid, funny movies, I can watch to a certain degree, but Elf, nah. What else do I not like? What else do I not like about Christmas? I don't like that Kwanzaa doesn't get the love that it deserves. Everyone should know their, um, their rules to Kwanzaa, African-Americans, that is, or blacks, if you may. What else do I not like? I don't like the traffic. I don't like the rain. People can't drive. I don't like... I don't like when people say Xmas. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> like, yo, you really had to exit out, yo? What else do I not like? Lactose intolerant. Eggnog is not... 
something at the top of my menu, but I can drink it. Conquito. Same thing, though. Um, Christmas music. I do not mind it. I like the classics, you know, obviously Mariah Carey. It's Mariah Carey season. She actually got a chance to see Ashanti perform, and she did a little bit of her Christmas album, I think, that just came out. And that also reminded me that, like, yeah, Christmas doesn't do much for me. I like her classics over her Christmas music. <laughs> but she was she was dope, dope performance. Uh, it was short, but she's, like, one of them goats. I got to get to more uh, concerts. I got to make that a thing. I want to get more into this music. Uh, I got to get out there in the field. Shoot, the last thing I went to, I think, was Made in America in Philly. Woo! That was nuts. Bad Bunny, Benito. Had people going wild, mosh pits. Like, I was ready to scrap a few times. And if you know me, like, I'm calm, cool, collective. Like, bro, I was so sore after that. Like, I just played a football game. Like, just from the bumping and the, like, literally, <laughs> shit was crazy. If I ever do a festival again, I got to do it proper uh, bungalow in the cut once again, obviously. I was not in the cut at that moment. Very much not the cut, and I did not like it. So, but I I, I like festivals. Just got to do it different. Uh, but definitely got to get to more concerts, more festivals. That'll be big. That, that'll be one of my 2024 goals, uh, just to get more indulged in, in that industry. And shoot, what else? 2024, I have any goals, aspirations? I want to continue to grow this podcast. That was one of my 2023 goals. That if you watched the first episode, I talked about procrastination a little bit. I had this idea for much longer, but finally getting to it. So that was the goal accomplished. Keep growing it. Keep building the production, kind of my own production. And that's kind of, you know, more love, more, more happiness, more money. I want to go into it with three main focuses. And that's mind, body. And so focus on those three a little more, give more time to each one. I believe or I know and have faith that I will make the make the steps that I that I know I need to make and want to make. And the man upstairs will guide me in that direction. That's what I believe in. And that's kind of that's kind of all I got. That's all I got right now. You know, appreciate you guys tapping in episode two of the Play the Cup podcast. We're going to keep, you know, building this thing up. You know, better and better. You know, I'm Shan. And I want to thank my crew. Came through once again to the cut. A little different location. You know, this is hopefully the main location, the main thing. And I appreciate anyone tapping in. You know, hit me up. I love feedback. You know what I'm saying? Ideas. What you didn't like, what you do like. I really want to engage with uh, anyone that's engaging with this because it's kind of where I'm at. You know, mentally, I just I love to hear different people's opinions and and kind of see see what we can create off that. You know, I'm in my creating bag. So that's where I'm at. You know, be the foodie. You know what I'm saying? My foodie shit. Definitely holla at be the foodie on IG at be the food D F O D D I. Make sure you like and subscribe to this at the Play the Cup Podcast. Find us on IG and Twitter at Play the Cut Pod or Play the Cup Podcast. And follow me at, at underscore underscore B Bell on everything. 
And lastly, I will leave you guys. We need a riddle. We're supposed to get a riddle from Jordan. But next episode, we'll, we'll go serious and wise here uh, just to keep it on the same the same type time of kind of what I said about 2024, where I'm trying to go. And with this podcast and all of my other creative endeavors, you know, goes with a quote that I meant to say to EJ in episode one. Couldn't remember it, although I said I live by quotes. But I know at this time, shoot, I remember hearing this maybe middle school, high school, and just stuck with me. And I never uh, keep it with me. You know, shoot, I have designs of, like, tats I wanted to get for it, and I still will. You know, back then I probably imagined the whole body full of quotes and things of that nature. But the quote is, do not follow where the path may lead. Go instead where there is no path and leave a trail. And that is from Sir Ralph Waldo Emerson, a, a wise man. And that, that's kind of, that's that's B, that's me. You know what I'm saying? I'm always going to do my own thing in some form or fashion. Now, that, that doesn't always mean it's like against the grain. I think that's where people can get confused. It just means I'm gonna believe what I'm believing, and sometimes that gets a little foggy. I know for everyone on their individual journeys, but you know it ain't always about you know following what you've seen done before. Although you need that you know representation, but you know as it says, go instead where there is no path and leave a trail that hopefully you can help guide some other people until they branch off and make their own you know trail. So make their own path. So. That's what we're going to leave y'all with today. Thank you for tuning in to the Play the Cup podcast. Once again, I'm B-Bell. Episode 2 It's up. We're going to keep going. More guests. More other shit. Holla at me. Throw a dollar at me. I'm a rock star in the middle in the shots. Okay. Man, rock stars. Shout out my, my little niece. No, that's going to be my... Uh, I will come a producer. That's my tag. Once again, I'm B-Bell, the host of the Play the Cut podcast. Did you see the screens I was setting, nigga? <laughs> nah, we setting screens for sure, though. But that was the wrong one. Well, since we're here, let's just go into a little... Uh... <laughs> Where's the proof? Yo, shout out to Trey Rags. <laughs> Bruh. Gotta find a spot for that one. That's a classic. What else we need? What the hell are they doing back there? <laughs> Not even a SpongeBob fan. Not really. Uh, yeah, that's how my, my roommates... <laughs> Shout out to Hammy. Shout out to KG. They used to get up here because they, they would be in the dorm watching Spongebob. And I really, I watched it as a kid, but I don't remember episodes or nothing like that. Or rarely any of them. They was like, bro, do you have a childhood? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I was more of a Jimmy Neutron, Timmy Turner. Fairly odd parents even. Sometimes. Uh, Combination. What else we got? Gotcha, bitch. Dave Chappelle's the, the nigga tried to kill my father! <laughs>
All right, yo, for real, for real, for real. Let's get serious. <laughs> 